Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's up? It's Metal Shop hanging out here at home recording uh, since, you know, everything's kind of up in the air right now. We're doing the stay home thing. Uh, I'm on the phone right now with Andreas Nilsson from Nugglefar, a band from Sweden. They just put out their uh, newest record, and it's called Sarah Cloth. It's available now on Century Media. I guess, uh, first off, man, uh, what time is it over there? Uh, it's actually, it's 9.30 in the evening. Okay, did you have your dinner yet? Yeah, sure, it's like three hours ago. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, man? How is how, how are you staying safe? And, and I guess, how are you staying sane? Well, I mean, uh, in Sweden, we didn't go into complete lockdown. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're, uh, our government is, uh, is, uh, Asking the people to to use you know social distancing, and washing our hands. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're not stuck to our homes. Okay. Unless unless we're sick. Uh, and for me personally, I I I like to to stay at home anyways and yeah. avoid people. <laughs> so for me, it has personally it hasn't been that much of a difference in my day to day life. Sure. Okay. Well, um, so things did like, um, shops and, and businesses, did they go get closed or did they all just stay open and, and try to, you know, maintain more social distance? What was that like? Yeah. I mean, everything has been open. I okay. mean, uh, they have, uh, put the out rules, you know, so you can only gather for 50 people maximum. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you, you can't, you can't order beer at the bar anymore. You have yeah. to, for instance, you have to get table service and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And just stuff like that that's been happening over here. Uh, so there's no curfews or anything like that. But right now, I, I would imagine, um, you know, after eight years, you guys released Sarah Cloth. I would imagine in a normal timeline, this would probably be a tour time for you guys, maybe gearing up for some festivals. Um but not right now. It's a hell of a time to release an album, right? In the middle of a, a global pandemic. Yeah, well, we felt that it was no... We, I mean, we have waited for eight years. and yeah. uh, it, it, We are not a band that tour that much anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so for us, we, this is not something we do for a living. Okay. So for us, we haven't, we haven't been, accept, been affected as, as hard as many other bands have. Yeah. I mean, we have postponed, had to postpone shows for this summer. We were supposed to play festivals and some, some, some shows, but 
I mean, there are people out there as uh, has had it way worse. Yeah. Uh, fair enough, man. It, it, you mentioned that this isn't something you guys do for a living. What's uh, what's your day to day job like? What 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 is your career, or, or if you don't mind me asking? Well, uh, <laughs> that's also a thing. I just I quit my job oh, just okay. before the pandemic broke out, just to actually be able to finish writing uh, an album with another band I'm playing in, and. Uh, you know, just to be a stay-at-home dad mm-hmm. uh, for a while, just just for a couple of months, and now that this looks like because I was supposed to go to school this fall, but I'm not sure how I'm gonna do now. I might wait with the school for now. But before that, I was uh, I was working at the wine, Swedish uh, wine uh, monopoly. You know, telling people what wines and beer Ooh. to drink for their food. Are you are you pretty knowledgeable about that kind of stuff about wine and beer? Uh, I I know some. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so so you wanted to be a stay you're being a stay at home dad for a while and and help out with that and um how uh how old is your your child and are they have they been turned on to metal yet? <laughs> uh, well, actually, my my oldest child is uh, twenty one, but I have uh, two younger ones now. That it's um, two daughters. That is uh, one turned six actually yesterday, six and seven. And uh, yeah, well, awesome. not that much into metal, unfortunately. They just think There's it's dad's stuff. crazy band, right? Yeah, I mean they like some stuff. I mean, but uh, right now it's a lot of. Uh, uh, Katy Perry and stuff like that is very popular. Fair right enough. Fair enough. Um, so I'll I'll just stay in the background and bide my time. You know, hoping <laughs> if I'm not pushing anything, they'll come around. Exactly. Eventually. You know, the, if your if your dad's in like a black metal band, I think the biggest way to rebel would be into like, um, you know, like Katy Perry. So <laughs> that's yeah, you know. normal rebellion would be getting the metal. But when you're a metal dad, rebellion is the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so the Sarah Cloth album is available now. It's your first album in eight years. Uh, what led to like the long wait for Nagelfar fans uh, for this album? Well, it was uh, a couple of different things. I mean, first and foremost, it's how we used to our our procedure when when writing music mm-hmm. in the in the in in. Uh, up until uh, Teras, uh, the album we released in 2012, we always used to uh, meet up at Marcus' place and uh, sit and write in his studio. And when anything, when we felt we had something, then we just recorded it and, and worked our way through the album that way. Yeah. But after Teras, we, we, we realized it was getting harder and harder to, to schedule those meetings uh, due to, you know, people were having day jobs and families mm-hmm. and it wasn't as easy as before to, to find the time to do it. And uh, offers kept coming for festivals and uh, smaller tours and gigs mm-hmm. uh, and club shows. So we felt that we wanted to focus on the, 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 the limited time we had to meet. We, we focused on rehearsing for shows instead of yeah. writing. Okay. So, and then time went by. You know, it's uh, it, <laughs> we, we didn't mean for it to be eight years but yeah it happened <laughs> hey man life you know it kind of just comes at you fast but you guys weren't it's not like you guys weren't busy um it sounds like so you know it's not I mean, like you did, guys did, 
how how long from the beginning of of working on it uh, to to the formation and the release of the album did it take to actually um, to get the Sarah cloth done? I would say we started writing on in two thousand fourteen. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. But but we also had pretty long breaks in between, mm-hmm. so it wasn't up until two years ago. I think it was when. Uh, Century Media reached out and said that uh, if we had something, they would be interested in continue to to work together. Yeah. And when we heard that, we felt that that gave us a push to start focusing. So I would say the last two years has been the process of of, of finishing writing and finishing the album. Even though it started in 2014, it was rough, just a couple of sketches, you know. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, uh, I'm always curious about that, but uh, I'm I'm uh, also kind of wondering since so you've been with Nagelfar since 1993, been playing metal for a long time. Uh, what keeps you interested and in, and in personally like motivated to keep writing metal music after all this time? What keeps you like stoked on it? Well, I mean, this is this is something i have to do i i i can't really choose not to it feels like uh it's almost uh, like compulsory uh, if i won't be writing if i wasn't in nagelfar i would have been creating music in something else yeah uh, so i mean it's not about motivation it's about something i just it's just i have to do it Fair i enough. don't see any way to live you know other than than doing this so it's who you are. It's who I am. Um, well, let's go back to like your your formative years, man. And and uh, what was like the first metal album that you purchased that like blew your mind and and kind of gave you that like okay, this is metal. Do you remember? I, my first metal experience, I remember. I saw I saw the a friend a friend's older brother showed me a video of uh, Live Wire with Motley Crue. Nice. And that was, you know, it blew me away, and I thought that was awesome. So I got into to, to you know, listening to the older brother's music mm-hmm. uh, in his room. Uh, and uh, but the first album I got, I actually didn't buy my first album. It was actually my father who, who got me the the cassette for uh, I think it was Stay Hungry with Twisted Sister. Oh yeah. And, and the first album I actually bought on my own was uh, Killers with Iron Maiden. Okay, nice, nice, dude. Classics. So, yeah, and uh, and it all all <laughs> went downhill from there. What was like your first experience with like black metal and like underground extreme metal? Do you remember like what kind of brought you into that? I mean, it was it was like a gradual, gradually evolving into always looking for something more extreme. Mm-hmm. So I went from from listening to heavy metal. I, I discovered then I discovered you know trash metal. Mm-hmm. So back like Holy Moses, Creator, Metallica, Slayer, uh, and then after a while with that, I wanted it to go even faster. And I lived I I lived in a small town, and I mean the the knowledge was limited, you know, about what was out there. So I mean I started to I had this old uh, <laughs> record player which you could push it up from 33 RPM to 45 and up to yeah. 78, I think. Oh, nice. So I started playing my Metallica albums in 78. Nice. <laughs> Just to make it faster, you know, yeah. I wanted it faster. And uh, 
then I think my first introduction to death metal was uh, a friend I met that played me Altars of Madness. Uh-oh. With Morbid. And that was that was it. That was yeah. my way into the extreme music. So I started to listen to bands like B-Side uh, and such. And also discovered doom metal. And mm-hmm. uh, I think my first black metal experience, except for, I mean, I heard, I heard, had heard Venom, yeah. you know, yeah. Welcome to Hell. But I, I never got into it when it came out. It wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. For me, it was uh, when I heard uh, A Blaze in the Northern Sky with Dark Throne. Mm. And I had been listening to Dark Throne on their Soulside Journey album, which is more death metal. Totally. Uh, so it was kind of a shock when I heard, when I, I bought the album, uh, thinking I would get us another Soulside Journey. And I did not. It's way more so raw was, and stripped down, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it was awesome. So that's where, where my path into black metal began. began. So there's a, a lot of um, protests in the United States right now about Black Lives Matter and about um, unity and uh, anti-racism. Um, how, uh, how do you see that um, from Sweden, obviously? Um, what's it look like on the news, and, and, and do you support the anti-racist message? Well, uh, I mean, we see it in the news here, of course, and there's also been demonstrations yeah. here, protests as well. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't get too involved in politics. I've never understood the concept of, of, of hating someone because of their color of their skin or, you know, where they're from. I mean, I, should, I think you should base it upon person to person, you know, judge a person on who he is and not by how he looks like absolutely absolutely i uh just yeah just curious because i'm you know in in my city right now there's tons of protests it's a, it's actually a beautiful thing um but you know obviously media can can skew it certain different ways i was just curious what it looked like from the outside um but you know so yeah and i mean i mean that's uh, that's a dangerous thing these days you have to be able to look up the sources you know mm-hmm. uh, be able to to make your own decisions i think people have a hard time doing that filtering out and actually realizing that some some media will portray it one way and some media will portray it another way and i guess you, you might even have it even more so in the in the united states um, i don't know but yeah it's important to to you know check a lot of this a lot of sources and then try to you know make a try to find the truth in 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 between everything that's true man that's uh, absolutely true man well i mean i guess kind of on a lighter lighter note so you guys are obviously a swedish metal band and uh we all know the big four of thrash of american thrash right so we got uh what metallica megadeth slayer and anthrax if i had to sit you down and make you decide what is the big four of Swedish metal. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's difficult. Um, big four Swedish. I yeah. should I should just be able to tell you, but let's see here. Mm. <laughs> Take your time. That was, that was, uh, I think I will have to. Uh, think about this. 
for me personally, the big four Swedish bands mm-hmm. would be Candlemas. Okay, nice. Bathory, yeah. of course. Uh, this was difficult. Let's see here. Calmas, Bathory, and uh, what the hell is there? <laughs> um, you want me to name a bunch? No, just, okay. just I'm just I'm just okay, tired okay. right now. I'm just, fair enough. Fair enough. There's tons of good bands. Absolutely. Bathory Candle Mass, uh, I would say, and uh, Early At The Gates. And, yeah. uh, let's go with Unanimated. Oh, okay. What? Nice, dude. Throwing in a curveball there. Yeah, I, why not? I could have swore you For would me, say I mean, Entombed or something like that, but okay. Right I, mean, I, I mean, those are the obvious. I yeah. guess they were the, the, the giants, and I really enjoyed them. But For you personally, uh, yeah. But but I mean for me it was I mean there was uh, they were more important for me you know like Candlemas Bathory yeah and early at the gates I would say definitely it was mind blowing when I heard that and Nagelfar coming in a uh, a close fifth right <laughs> uh, right on man well uh, okay so just one last question for you bro uh, if you could pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got that scar <laughs> why <laughs> no uh a scar on my body i have i have several let's say i have a couple i've been um i have one uh, on my hand from being a kid i was out in the forest and shooting my bb gun mm-hmm. and uh you know you had to open it up and and then remove the and to put in the bullet manually and then i closed it up or just you know the soft flesh between the thumb and and uh, is it is it called the index finger yeah you know the flesh over there i just closed it up and chopped off a huge chunk from there pretty painful sorry maybe shouldn't curse i don't know it's all good dude uh it was uh very painful i would say so that's one and uh I also had uh, the the mother of my first child. Mm-hmm. She stabbed me. What? So I, yeah, <laughs> she cut me when she was upset. When she had a very bad morning. Uh, I'd mood, say. I would say. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have an everlasting memory from her. <laughs> so there's there's those. All Some right. Minor knife cuts here and there from being just a clumsy idiot. Damn. All right. Wasn't expecting that one. Uh, <laughs> Andreas from Nagelfar, their new album is called Cerecloth. It's available now on Century Media. Uh, pick it up, stream it, you know, support the band, support metal. Um, any any final words, uh, you know, for anyone that's out there, want to check out the album? Well, or... Yeah, please check out the album and uh, uh, thank you for having us on the show, man. Absolutely, bro. Have a good one and... Uh, Hope hope all goes well in in uh, in Sweden, and it sounds like you guys are on your path to, you know, a, a semi regular life, right? Yeah, I would say so. This has been Metal Shop's backstage pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.